We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, Quickly's my guy, so. <laughs> no, you know, and that's, like, look, I guess, you know, like, to me, you celebrate your team, you celebrate winning. Those are the things that you celebrate. I want them, I want our, our team to have fun. I want them to have joy, but I want, I don't want it to get lost, and I don't want, to get, want it to get twisted. Uh, winning is way more fun than fun is fun. So make sure we're taking care of business. Hajju, Celtics don't want to see us. I don't care. I'm so confident against them. They better pray they don't see us. Man, the Knicks giving the NBA some of its best games. Their best. Sto- they are the best story in the NBA right now. Better than the Kings. Better than the Bucks. All the respect to them and their 16 straight wins that I know just ended. Um, Knicks are the best story in the NBA. And... We'll see where it goes. How cool is it to be a fan of the team that is the best story in the NBA? How you like them apples? <laughs> Thanks, Hush. Frank Miranda. Mac, it's your boy Frank for Patreon. Thank you for the generous contribution, Frank. What a game. The impact Brunson has on Randall is palpable. I'm a Debbie Downer, but this team has a legit shot at the Eastern Conference Finals. If you're saying that, Frank, if you, who I believe picked the Knicks to win 34 games before the season started, was it 34 or 35 or 36, something in that range? Um, if you're saying they have a shot to make the Eastern Conference Finals, that means something. Only team that scares me is the Bucs. That's it. Uh, let's freaking go. The Bucs are the one. The Bucs are the one. And they, they should scare you because they're a scary freaking team behind that. They are a team that is, I think uniquely built. I don't want to say to be just the Knicks, but they are really well built to give the Knicks fits. Um, you know, we'll see. I, in, as far as Boston, I, I would be excited about the matchup. I hope we get it. That's all I'll say. I hope we get it. Thank you, Frank. Carolina Knicks fan. Just give IQ the trophy already. Also F Boston. Yeah. The the race is over. Six man of the year award. What are, what do they call the six man of the year award now? Is it the? Is it like the? I forget because they named all the awards after different people. Was it like? I'm assuming it's they they named it after Hondo, but maybe maybe not. No, not Hondo. Um, who'd they name it after? Wasn't it named after Manu Ginobili? Andrew, let me know if you if you're if you're watching this. Uh, thank you, Carolina Knicks fan. 
Greg films stuff with another one. I thought this was a loss without Brunson, but I'm shocked going toe to toe with Boston and getting the win without our best player just speaks volumes as to where we are in the East. Huge kudos to Randall for not fouling out in overtime. Um, can we talk about the, the Randall game a little bit? The So Julius Randall played 47 minutes at 31 points, nine rebounds, four assists, one steal, seven turnovers, and yes, finished with those five fouls. Again, not Julius Randle's best game, to be clear. Not Julius Randle's best game. But, 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 um, made some big plays. The free throws to put them up by one with 44 seconds left in overtime, those were obviously very big free throws. Um, he also had, after... After everything went wrong down the stretch of regulation, it is Hondo. I knew I wasn't crazy. John Havlicek. Thank you, Justin. Uh, so yeah, give him the give him the John Havlicek award right now. Um, the uh, the first offensive possession of or the second, excuse me, the second offensive possession of of um, overtime. Julius Randle did a nice job drawing the help and immediately kicked to Emmanuel quickly in the corner who just missed the three, but that was like a really, really, really great possession. And I didn't think we really got any, um, any other poor Randall possessions, like overt poor Randall possessions for the rest of overtime or double overtime. Maybe I'm forgetting one. Um, but I'm just scrolling through now over time and double overtime. His process improved after a rough, a rough go of things, um, you know, down the stretch. Um, so yeah. Thanks, Greg film stuff. And he also, by the way, Oh, that's what I forgot. He did make two key free throws with 16 seconds left to put them up by three Game still went to overtime annoying, but like those two free throws were huge. Chewing on, what's going on? I know where this is going. If you're complaining after tonight, please never root for this team again. IQ just locked up the six man of the year tonight. Shame on ESPN for putting Jeff Van Gundy and Mike Breen on the late game and giving us the Jabroni Tonys. Oh no. Friend of the pod, Richard Jefferson. I hope you didn't hear that one. No, nah, I'm I'm cool calling Richard Jefferson a Jabroni. I love you, Richard, but like you're kind of a Jabroni. He admitted it. He admitted he, he he gives the next shit. Like this is not, you know, not saying anything out of turn here. Um and I like JJ Reddick. I thought JJ Reddick did a nice job. And uh Ryan Ruko, I, I thought did a nice job too. But uh yeah, it would have been to have to have Breen and Van Gundy on that call, man. Uh that's the only way that's the only way tonight could have gotten better. Thank you, Juanon. And shout out to your, I forget if it was girlfriend or wife who chimed in on the last post game. Shout out to her too. Robert Cross, is it fair and reasonable to say that 53 wins is a reasonable stretch goal? If so, let's enjoy each and every single win. Hashtag 53 wins. I still don't think it's reasonable, Robert. (laughs) But then again, reason has gone out the window a long time ago. I think 50 wins is reasonable. So they are... <clears throat> ah, great call by Ace Zulo here. Um, never forget, and cr- credit to Ace Zulo. 
the Knicks signing Marcus Morris is essentially the thing that led to the drafting of Emmanuel quickly because it was the Clippers pick that got it. Um, you want to do a quick schedule check in? So the Knicks are the Knicks now have a record of 39 and 27. They can go 11 and five the rest of the way and win 50 games. I can't believe I just said those words out loud, but I did. Um, here's the remaining schedule. Talk about, I mean, again, we keep waiting for this team to let down. How crazy would it be if they went home and, and they somehow lost to Charlotte? Uh, I don't expect that to happen. I can't believe I just put that onto the universe, but like, you know, take that game seriously. If you could beat Charlotte, then you got to go 10 and five in the last 15 games. Here's the last 15, which by the way, have nine, nine, nine times, nine games on the road. Not that that stopped this team before nine games on the road and six at home at Sacramento, at Clippers, at Lakers, at Portland, Denver, home, Minnesota at home, at Miami, at Orlando, Houston at home, Miami at home, at Cleveland, the game, that'll be the game of the year. Um, And then Washington at home, at Indiana, at New Orleans, Indiana at home. Um, Something to just keep an eye on worth noting. There was maybe some thought that at one point, or there was some thought maybe earlier this season that Washington um, might be out of it by the end of it. The way things are going there, it looks like they're going to be playing for playing positioning all the way down the stretch. Um, You know, obviously not that the Knicks, shouldn't still beat the Washington wizards at home. They should, but like that's a tough slate, you know, especially the four game road trip at Sacramento, at Clippers, at Lakers, at Portland. I, I know this is going to be sacrilegious to you, Robert. I know that I would probably take two and two on that trip. From being honest, I would probably take two and two. Um, I know there's not going to be any LeBron James, but like the Lakers are playing well right now. Their team makes a lot more sense, even though Anthony Davis is the only featured guy. Sacramento, really tough to play all year, especially at home. Clippers, you know, I know they were scuffling for a bit, but they, I will always fear the Clippers. And uh, let's go see our old friend Cam at Portland. Like none of those are gimme games. And then your reward after that four game road trip is to come home and play the MVP of the league in Nikola Jokic. So like that five game stretch right there. And then, Oh, by the way, two more against Miami. And like anyone who's just counting those Miami games as wins. No at Cleveland. Look, I, I've, I, I, we've gone down the schedule enough. 10 and five is not, it's not going to be a bargain. It is not down the stretch, but I'm sure they're up for the challenge. Thanks, Robert. Carolina Knicks fan with another one. Oh, yeah, I almost forgot. 9-0 with Josh Hart. Josh Hart does not know what it looks like to lose in a Knicks uniform. The trade deadline was February 9th. Today is, or tomorrow, will be March 7th. They may, they may go a month without losing since the Josh Hart trade. Wild. Although I guess they did lose their first game after the trade and he was like technically on the team already. So it won't be a month. They'll have to win a couple games for it to be a month. Thanks, Carolina Knicks fan. A really nice game from Josh Hart too. 
Um, big, 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 big time winning plays. Hayden Freed, Marcus Neymar, Da Silva, Santos, Smart Jr., head ass, hashtag IQ. <laughs> I like it. Thanks, Hayden. Uh, Alex, what's going on, Alex? Thank you. Very, very, very generous of you. We appreciate you, of course. Love the Knicks. Love KFS. Thanks, man. Love you too, man. Busy! J-Mac, I need to see that dance you did in the opening in person. Yeah, I don't know if you're ever going to see that again. Uh, That might have been a one-time show. Hashtag sixth manual, the hero of the game. Um, Iron is looking sharper and sharper with each win. Shout out to the schedule makers. This is just what we needed heading into the playoffs. I mean, I'm it's funny. Uh, I saw it. Um, my, the first commercial for the Oscars that I've seen, at least I'm sure they're, they've been running for a little while, but the Oscars is in is next weekend. <clears throat> um, the day after. Oh, yeah, I should shout out our game watch. If anybody's in New York City next weekend, Saturday, we're all going to get together at Penn six. It's uh, on 34th Street right near the garden to watch the Clippers game together in person. It's a 4 p.m. game. Come will be in the upstairs lounge. Um, overflow will go uh, downstairs. But like we're basically going to take over the whole bar. So um, good establishment. I'll be there. The whole most of the next film school crew will be there. Um, yeah, I don't know why I just uh, thought about that. Uh, oh, yeah, because I was bringing up the Oscars. So the Oscars are the next day. And with the Oscars, I feel like there's always talk about when's the right time to start campaigning, right? When do you want to make your when do you want to make your push? You know, do you, you don't want to make your push too early, but you also don't want to make your push too late because there's not enough time. I think all things being equal, them just getting the experience to be in these games and know what it takes to win these games is the most important thing because that's what sharpens the iron, right? Is the, you, you get in the situation and then you, and I think also if we're we're being honest, a lot of the tough losses they had earlier this year, I, I, you know, Maybe they needed to go through that to get to this. So, you know, <laughs> it all works out for a reason. Um, I don't. I don't know. I. I mean, I. I it, it's a really. It's a question about like the concept of momentum, right? Some people think it's a real thing. Some people think it's not. I. I, I like that they're playing now this way. Um, you know it. It feels like it's the right thing for them. I'll say that. Thanks, Busy. Appreciate you, man. Kevin McEwen, what's going on, Kev? IQ, amazing. You and I are about the same age, Macri. I haven't felt like this about the Knicks in a long time. LOL. Hashtag New York forever. It's just... It's it's weird because it, like I'm, I'm if, if we're the same age, Kev, so like... Again, I was a teenager for the 90s. You know, I I was born in 83. So 93, 94 was when I first got really into the into the team. I turned 11 years old, you know, that year. So like my my real wheelhouse, I was like 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, you know, 16 and 17 is kind of when it ended. You know, you got a lot of stuff going on in your life at that time. So like I have the memories, but 
in terms of, you know, it's different when you watch. I mean, it's different for me now because I, I do this and I'm so invested in it. So, like, that obviously changes things. But I, I my memory of the 90s is just being just so, I just really enjoyed the team and I felt like they were really good. And even though they, I, I wasn't smart enough to know this. I thought they could win a championship any year, like 1995 going into the playoffs. I was like, all right, we didn't beat Houston last year. We'll win this year, you know? And even maybe 96 was the only year where I was like, cause the bulls were doing what the bulls were doing, but like 97, 98, even which that's a, not a very memorable team, but like 98 and then 99 happened in 2000, like all those years, every one of those years, I was like, yeah, we could win the championship. Um, <laughs> You know, it shows what I knew, but like, I don't know. This is really unique. This is really special. So thanks, Kev. Brian, what's going on, Brian? Let's um, J Mac. Tell me a bigger, better, bigger regular season win. This team has had since Vince Carter eliminated them 22 years ago. Yeah, that's that's the line of demarcation, right? That's when it all started going to shit. I'll hang up and weep and listen. Oh man. Um <clears throat> I mean the only I'll give you I'll give you two contenders. Maybe three. But two for sure. First contender is just because it was it was it was like we were living in a movie was like pick your insanity game. I, for me, it's the Toronto game. And again, that's not wasn't a bigger win because like that team wasn't special in that way, like in terms of like being a contender, but just because of like the the magic carpet ride of it. And you again, you felt like you were living in a movie. Although this is starting to feel like we're living in a movie. So I would go that that game for different reasons. Um, I will say if they do anything this season, I'm sorry, but we're going to look back at that first Cleveland win after the Dallas game where pretty much everybody when I mean, I'm sitting, I still remember sitting doing the live stream on that Saturday and it was just like, all right, well, they're going to lose to Cleveland and Tim's going to lose his job and then we'll see what happens then. So when they came out and they beat Cleveland, that was, you know, that was big. That was that was really meaningful, but again, very in a different way than this game was meaningful. This was like the performance and like the whole the everything, and uh, we're, we're obviously having talked. We're the the conversations after that Cleveland game. I remember also we're like, all right, it's a stay of execution. You know, now it's like, oh, we're gonna win the championship. So very different conversations, but but big again, big in a different way. And then the only other one that I want to say is. I'm trying to think if there was one Miami win in the 2012-13 season. Because we beat them. I believe we beat them three out of four times that year. Uh, and the first game is the one that sticks out in my memory when we it was the opening night of the season that I listened to that entire game while waiting on a gas line after Hurricane Sandy. Um, and they just destroyed the heat. Not that one, but I'm like wondering if one of those other Miami wins had the feeling of like after we won that game being like, Oh my God, we just beat the heat. Like we can win a championship. 
Um, I don't remember, but I, I do want to at least give an honorable mention to maybe if someone has a better recollection of one of those wins than me, um, you know, feel free to chime in. But yeah, I think so. <laughs> For sure. Biggest win in the last 22 years, at least. Probably more. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate you, man. Sam got to see his dad. What's going on, man? Statement game. No excuses, Boston. Hashtag Robert Cross. Eastern Conference Finals. Not so dark horse. It's a rainbow colored horse. That's what we're right. Emmanuel quickly on a rainbow colored unicorn. Someone draw it up. Maybe maybe the NBA paint guy can do that. Thanks, Sam Garcia's dad. Dan Hidalgo, shout out to Miami Vice for the coldest takes ever. Um, <clears throat> for my to Miami Vice, are we talking about the? Are we talking about the the dude that came on a couple days ago? I already I already threw him under the bus once. Tonight. I'm not gonna do that again. Friend of the pot, Giancarlo. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. What's up, Knicks fans? Power up for springtime with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. 
Get nutritious, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. Get Factor and not only skip the trip to the grocery store, but skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. No matter what your lifestyle, Factor has the meals to help you live it to the fullest with keto, calorie-smart, vegan veggie, and protein-plus meals on the menu each week. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of more than 36 quick bites, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. Looking to cut back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper, but meals are ready quicker than restaurants delivery. Just two minutes. Also, eating vegan or veggie is a snap with Factor. Each meal has all the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to your vegan and veggie meals each week. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Don't hesitate. Head to factormeals.com slash filmschool50 and use the code filmschool50 to get 50% off your first buy. Again, that's factormeals.com slash filmschool50 to get 50% off your first box. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Andrew Palladino, what's going on, Andrew? I'm going insane, John. We all are. Speechless after this win. The vibes are what they are, and I couldn't be happier. Quickly, she gets six man of the year buzz after this. It's not, we're, we're past the buzz. We're past the buzz. He's the betting favorite now. He should win the award. Everybody has to know what he means to this team. Is the third most important player on the team. Um, they need him. They need him. He would start for a lot of teams in the league, and he could start for this one, obviously. He's six man of the year. Thanks, Andrew. Roger Fortune. What's going on, Roger? The Knicks made me feel such joy tonight that I've missed all this without Jalen Brunson, too. Thank you for these goosebumps. Yeah. Um, thanks. Thanks to the Knicks for doing it. They're doing it. They're they're making up for a lot, a lot, a lot of lost time. Shout out to everybody involved. Leon Rose, Worldwide West. Tibbs, Johnny Bryant, the whole coaching staff, um, Walt Perrin, you know, Brock Aller, balancing the books, um, Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, Manuel Quickly, RJ Barrett, Mitch, who's been here the longest, the whole ride, right on down. Everybody deserves praise. Everybody deserves a thank you. Total franchise effort, top to bottom. Thanks, Roger. Appreciate you, man. Sean Ford, what's going on, Sean? Sean, I love this team. I love this team. I love this team. <laughs> That's great. Tonight was IQ's six man winning performance. I completely agree. Please be a Nick for your whole life, Emmanuel. Quickly, thanks, KFS. Um, I already said what I believe I said. What Emmanuel quickly um, finished in terms of plus minus. He was uh, very good. He was plus eight tonight. So it is time. We're going to do this live. This is exceptional, exceptional live streaming to check my favorite niche 
NBA stat, which is Emmanuel Quickly's plus minus and where it ranks in the league-wide rankings. So I believe this is updated after after this game. We'll see. Um, currently, at present time, Emmanuel Quickly ranks 17th in the NBA in plus minus at plus 252. He is 8 plus minus points away from John Morant, who is in 16th place. John's not going to be playing for a little bit. In case you haven't heard. Um, Isaiah Joe made a big jump because I believe the Thunder kicked the crap out of the Jazz tonight. Jazz still tank job right now. Um, Emmanuel or uh, Isaiah Joe plus 262. And then in 14th place, 23 points ahead of Emmanuel quickly at plus 275. Giannis Antetokounmpo. And then right above him in 13th place at two, plus 278. Um, did I do math correctly? Yeah, 25 ahead of Emmanuel quickly is um, Donovan Mitchell. And I'll just read off the rest of the names from 12 on up. Jamal Murray, Joel Embiid, Jared Allen, Jaron Jackson Jr., Darius Garland, Drew Holiday, Derek White, Jason Tatum, and then four Nuggets because the Nuggets are obscene. Not a bad list. Six man of the year. RJ team. Thank you uh, for your contribution. Take my money, Mark. Um, oh, I, I think you meant Mac, Mac but M- Mark's fine. Um, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Drew P. IQ, Julius Randall, RJ, Hart, and Mitch gave us everything. 40 plus minutes. They, this team, man, no quit. I'm, I'm, I'll be curious. I really am now curious to see if anybody gets a night off on Tuesday. I don't, I don't think they would do that. I mean, it's the, but it's the Hornets who got beat by a bunch against Brooklyn tonight. I don't know. Do they, do they give Randall a rest? I don't know. Do they give quickly a rest? There's a question. I want, how's quickly going to be feeling tomorrow morning? Man. Thanks, Drew. Stevens Guillaume, give IQ the six man of the year trophy already and sign him to a lifetime contract. What a win. 4 0 for the week. I was waiting for someone to bring it up. Hashtag vibes are immaculate. Hashtag giddy up. Second week, second week in a row or third week in a row? Jeremy gave me. The golden, the golden opportunity. And I said, when I picked two, when he picked three and one and I picked two and two, I said, if they go to, if they go four and oh, I'll be thrilled. I'll be so thrilled. I'll be rolling around on the floor, making guttural noises. And if they go two and two or, you know, if they go three and one, I'll be happy. But if they go two and two, it'll at least give me a silver lining. It'll at least be like, okay, well, at least I won the week. I stand by it. I'm thrilled. I won't say no regrets, but I am thrilled. <laughs> Benji with a great, great tweet. Um, DJ MKC with another one. I think it's fitting to rate IQ's game tonight a D plus. 
I think this is the first. I mean, uh, uh, Benji had a tw- uh, report card a few weeks ago. Shout out to Ben Ridholtz, who who has a, just the best Twitter for my money. He's the best best Twitter follow uh, on Nick's Twitter um, at Ben Ridholtz NBA. Um, he does the report cards that we retweet out from the KFS account as well. And he had one, I think for Brunson, I think it was for Brunson a few games ago where the grade was just graduated. I'm pretty sure it was Brunson. Uh, and tonight he gave the first ever, I believe the first ever a plus plus for Emmanuel quickly. And it was well-deserved. He's really like, can we actually, here's what we're going to have. I'm, I'm going to do this on the next tweet that has some Emmanuel quickly loving it. Um, thank you, DJ MKC. Appreciate you. Paul Brecht. Quickly, man. My friend started to call him Steph Hurry. <laughs> and something about that just sticks. Why Steph Hurry? He doesn't, he's a rush. He's actually pretty methodical. Um, the kid is just pure electricity. I love that. Um, he is pure electricity for sure. Um, okay, so 2020 NBA draft. Emmanuel quickly goes 25th. Currently, currently, he's still one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, tenth in minutes played in that draft from the players that were taken in that draft. In terms of points scored, he is sixth, seventh, excuse me. So here are the players that have scored more points than Emmanuel Cookie in that draft. And by the way, I should say, in terms of players taken after Emmanuel Cookie in the draft, I don't think any has a serious argument for having been drafted ahead of Emmanuel Quickly. With all due respect to uh, you know, Devin Vassell being an exciting, still being an exciting, like, you know, three and D prospect. Onyeko Kongwu, you know, is is turning into a, a nice player still for Atlanta. All due respect to those guys, there's nobody that uh has scored fewer points than Emmanuel quickly taken in the 2020 draft that at this point you'd say deserves to be drafted ahead of him. Here are the players that that have scored more points than Emmanuel quickly in that draft. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards would be the first pick and it wouldn't be close. Um because he, I mean, that dude might win an MVP someday. LaMelo Ball. So LaMelo Ball has already been an all-star. He just suffered a pretty bad injury. Um, he's had kind of a quirky career. LaMelo Ball still goes ahead of Manu quickly. But like the fact that I had to talk it out. You know. Sadiq Bay, third most points from this draft class. Uh, sorry, Sadiq. I think you're a nice player. You're not getting drafted ahead of Emmanuel quickly. And then the next three names are interesting. Tyrese Halliburton, who's drafted 12th, NBA All-Star. Des Bain, drafted 30th. And Tyrese Maxey, drafted 21st. Emmanuel Quickly's college teammate. Are you taking? Are you really taking all three of those guys over quickly? Mm. Maxi, not as efficient as quickly this year. Without any hesitation, I could say not near the defensive player that Emmanuel quickly is, and 
I would go so far as to say that any team that is going to give Tyrese Maxey um, like a big role is going to be having defensive stuff, you know, to worry about. Um, Des Bain suffered an injury this year. Big wing scored a lot of points on did some on ball stuff. So I'll, I'll probably give Bain the nod. I'll give Bain the nod. And then Halliburton's the fun one, right? Um, I know how, I know how at least one member of the Knicks film school, uh, faculty would, would, would pick as far as Halliburton versus quickly, but like, here's the point. He's, he would be in the conversation on a redraft for being one of the top five picks, which is wild. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate you. Um, Dom Cappuccini, 67% from the free throw line, out-rebounded on the offensive glass, almost 20 turnovers, gave up big threes, down by 14, halfway through the third, and no Brunson. How the F did we win this? Hashtag we back and better in a long while. Again, this is not the conversation that we've had thus far tonight because they won and Emmanuel quickly did what Emmanuel did. What Emmanuel quickly did. But there was a lot of stuff that we would have turned to. The offensive glass stuff, um, some of that was during the stretch at the end of the first half where they went small with Randall at the five and RJ at the four. I was actually excited to see that lineup. They gave up four offensive rebounds in the span of like four minutes. Then they cleaned it up a lot for most of the second half. And then they gave up some offensive rebounds um, at some inopportune times off of long threes um, in the end of regulation. And then um, in the overtime periods. But so that was an issue. The turnovers, I, I didn't feel that they were like sloppy with the ball tonight. Um, you know, I, that wasn't as, as big a worry for me. I thought they took care of the ball. I thought their offensive process was fine. The free throws, you don't love, but again, three of those were Mitch in overtime. I thought the rest of the team, like, you know, you look at the free throws, RJ was six and nine, not ideal. Hart was three of five, like whatever. Not a big deal. I know that's not the point of your, your, your super chat. The point is to point out, like we overcame all these things, but it just got me thinking like, you know, how, how unclean was their effort tonight? And I think despite all of that, I think we could still look at them and be like, they they executed for the most part really really well tonight at a really high level without their starting point guard against a really good team. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate you, man. Dan Hidalgo, Randall deferring to Quick was everything. Amen. Amen. My favorite comment of the night so far. Julius Randall's growth does not look like the growth process of any player we have ever witnessed before. <laughs> Um, but it's evident and you see small signs of it here and there and they're big and they're important. Um, great comment, Dan. Will Oliver, what's going on? Will? wow. My heart cannot take this to do that without Brunson. Maybe it's the adrenaline speaking, but this team could fight in a best of seven with the best of them. Yep. No disagreement, man. No disagreement. Will. absolutely completely agree. Don't count them out. Be foolish to do so. Kenny Rose, this team reminds me of the 69 Knicks. So together. That's what I need. I need the old heads to pop in here and talk to me about the 69 Knicks because. And hey, I I, I wrote it um, on Saturday in my newsletter on Saturday uh, morning after the Miami win. 
There have been three teams in Knicks history who have had two winning streaks of at least eight games. This team, the 1973 world champions and the 1970 world champions. That's it. Thanks, Kenny. Dzilla. Him manual quickly. He's a dog. I love it. Yes, he is the best kind. Um, appreciate you. Uh, Jessica, what's going on, Jessica? This will forever be known as the Emmanuel Quickly game. Here's the thing, though, right? I think it's not going to be known as much as the Emmanuel Quickly game and more the Emmanuel Quickly coming out party for anyone who may have been unfamiliar. Because he's got a lot more games, hopefully all of them in a Nick uniform. Uh, I've been high on him all year. I feel vindicated over and over. He had so much fun doing it. Just an amazing force. Another important heart game too. Let's go Knicks. Every, every game is a positive heart. Like heart is another one. And that's what the thing is, right? They have surrounded their two stars. And Jalen Brunson is a star that very rarely has a bad game. And Julius Randall, that's been the biggest, the, the biggest thing in their season. Julius Randall going from empty calories numbers last season who was actively detrimental at times towards losing games or towards winning games, turning him into a guy that gives you enough consistency that you could call yourself a really good team. That's been the biggest thing along with Brunson, but like they've surrounded those two guys with guys who just very rarely have bad games quickly. Never has a bad game. Josh Hart never has a bad game. Mitchell Robinson, Mitchell Robinson very rarely now has a game where you look at it and be like, Oh, he had a bad game. Quentin Grimes, we're getting there, right? We're getting there. But again, there's a certain level of consistency with him as well, especially on the defensive end. Um, and RJ is the one we're kind of waiting for, but he had a good game tonight. He had a good game tonight. And Obi's been really consistent of late. Let's shout out to Obi and, and Hartenstein too. But Obi is the one, you know, he's he's had a really he's had a really nice one. As far as feeling vindicated because you've been high in Emmanuel quickly, I, I would love to take victory laps on Emmanuel quickly. I don't deserve to. I haven't been as high on him as a lot of people out there and I've been high on him. I've sung his praises, the whole thing, but I, there are people out there who have planted their flag on this player in a significant way that every one of them should be doing all of the victory laps tonight. So shout out to you and shout out to anybody else who are on that train in a big way. Miguel Almonte. First time, long time Knicks fan. Since 91 here. Thank you for chiming in, Miguel. Appreciate you. This game felt like watching Rocky four <laughs> quickly being Rocky and the entire Celtics team being Drago. Were they on steroids too? Hashtag let's, let's freaking go Knicks. Um, yeah, this, I mean, look this, uh, but you know, I, I really do think we need to emphasize. I, I know they didn't have Brogdon and, and time Lord. I get it. They played 48 minutes of stretch five between Harford and Muscala. And maybe they had some minutes where it was Grant Williams at the five. I don't, I don't remember, but like stretch five the whole time. It's the toughest thing for the Knicks defense to have to deal with. So with all due respect to Brogdon being out, obviously the guy that we were missing was more important in terms of Brunson. And just like you look up, I know Boston doesn't have the best record um, in the league right now, but in terms of their net rating and point differential, they are still 
the best team. And going back to last year, they ran rough shot over the league for three months after the RJ shot. And then did pretty well in the playoffs until they ran into Steph Curry and, and got a little cloggy with their offense. But like, I'm a, I don't hate the I don't hate the Drago comparison for the for uh, Boston. The, the the Bucks are probably really Drago for me, but this Boston team's close. Thanks, Miguel. Great analogy, by the way. Robert Cross with another one. Robert, I love you, man. For uh, it's your boy John. Shouldn't be lost tonight that RJ was very strong in the first half. He's part of the solution to no matter what Kevin says. Hashtag fifty three wins. Let's read RJ's stat line. Give credit where credits due. Let's read RJ's stat line. Twenty nine points, ten to twenty two from the field, fifty five zero minutes played. Let's that's pretty important. Three and nine from deep. That's the one area where you're going to be a little bit like, eh, you know, he had some. And six and nine from the line, eh? But nine, uh, 11 rebounds. I if if that's not a season high for him, it's got to be damn close. Um, three assists, but I didn't think I thought there were and uh, one one steal, one block, two turnovers. I thought there were two shots that I could remember. I want to say they both came at the end of the first half where I was like, he's forcing a little bit. Maybe they weren't at the end of the first half. I feel like they were, maybe they were in the third quarter, but I think they were in at the end of the first half. There are two, there were about, are about two that come to mind. Uh, One of them I think was on a fast break. I didn't love the attempt he made there. And then there was another one on just like a a self-creation thing. I'm like, yeah, some of his threes towards the end of the game, like, were not really close, but he also came up big with some big plays in the second half, but I completely agree with you first half. And specifically like we always talk about Randall's first quarters and how important the Randall first quarters are to just setting the tone against really good teams or just setting the tone against bad teams and shooting out to a big lead and then going in and, and running away and hiding. Um, RJ coming out and making those buckets against a team that like everybody figured like, okay, no Brunson, Boston coming in off the Brooklyn game. They're going to be angry. They're going to want the the whole thing like to just settle everything down and you're out of the gate and you're like, okay, we're winning out of the gate. So whatever this game is going to turn into, it's not going to turn into Boston going out, you know, and outscoring the Knicks 28 to nine in the first quarter. And then it's a, the whole rest of the game is a comeback attempt. Like that's RJ. That was RJ. RJ prevented that from being a possibility. And it was so important, especially Robert, I'll give your boy one more piece of credit because Julius Randle didn't really have it early. Like in the early going, he was like not, not looking great in the first quarter. So very, very important minutes for RJ there. Good game for him. My God, am I going to have some difficulties with stars of the weekend? Whew. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. 
Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.